Hi guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Life as a Single Christian Mom. I want to welcome those of you joining me for the very first time. My name is Madeline, and during the uh, these podcasts, I'll be talking about life experiences and things that have happened, and also giving advice on what this journey has looked like for me. So welcome back everyone to Mondays with Maddie. I am super excited, super thankful. It is officially December. Like my goodness, I cannot believe we are in December. I know, I'm sorry. I'm the time clock for you guys. I keep record of the of the days and the weeks and the years, I should say, right? Um but yeah, I just cannot believe it is December 6th. Can you believe we literally have three weeks for this year to be over? Just look how far you've come. Look at where you ended 2020 and where you're ending 2021. And remember, the year's not over yet. So there's a lot God can and will do, I believe, for um, before the year's over, a lot of promises that he has promised that will come into fruition a lot of things that you know you've prayed for and are hoping and praying and believing and standing in faith that um God's gonna do it so I'm excited about it I'm excited that there's three weeks because I just I'm I just want to see what God's gonna do I just want to see what he's gonna do what he what he said you know and um I know there's things that I've been praying and and just standing in faith for so I'm excited so um but before we get started I hope that everyone's had an amazing week I hope that everyone is just truly you know moving forward moving forward no matter what moving forward no matter what it feels like what it looks like what it smells like what it anything in your season you know when you're just like this just don't look right you know I just pray that you um, continue to move forward, continue to persevere, continue to stand, um, knowing that your father in heaven, your heavenly father goes before you, um, that Jesus already paved the way that Jesus died on that, on that cross for, for us. So I just pray that if, if no matter what season that you're in, that you are keeping your eyes above, you're keeping your eyes on God, you're keeping your eyes on him, no matter what it looks like. So I just pray that everyone's had a, an amazing week, you know, and that these weeks to come will continue to be amazing. Um, and like I said, before we get started, grab your your water, your shake, your tea, your coffee. I have tea today. I've been um, literally on a tea kick for a while now and I just I love tea and warm tea good tea makes me happy um if you go to side note if you go to Starbucks my favorite tea is honey citrus mint tea add seven well it has to be a grande but add like about seven eight pumps of peppermint thank me later (laughs) that is my go-to and that has been my kick lately but um yeah so let's get started um today's podcast we are going to talk about God meet me here and no matter how you're saying it if you're saying it with joy in your voice or tremble in your voice fear in your voice doubt in your voice God can you meet me here in the beginning in the middle and in the promise God Can you meet me here 
God, I'm doubting. God, I'm confused. God, I feel like I've been here before. Please, Lord, don't let this be like the last time. If you found yourself saying any of these things or feeling any of these ways, even if it's for a slightest of moments, because we know we are humans and we are in this real world. We are not of this world, right? We are not, you know, we are among everybody, you know, we are God's people, you know, but we, (laughs) we face a lot of real things in our lives, whether it be at work, family, children, just internally any of those things if you have felt any of those things i want to remind you that in your doubt okay in your insecurities in your fear in your joy in your sadness god can meet you and he will meet you he will step in he will stand for you he will send his angels who concern you to to he will dispatch them to protect you for hedge of protection, right? You know, it's so easy to say that. But when you're truly in this space where, I mean, everything in your life could be perfectly fine. Like you are in the promised land. Everything's good. The bills are good. Everything is paid for. Christmas is around the corner. You have all these things that are going for you, right? But internally, you're like, man, I just, I just don't like, this is too good to be true. Or God, like I've, I've been here before and then bam, something happens or this happens or drama happens here with the family. Christmas is around the corner or Thanksgiving was last week. Can you believe what my aunt said to me? <laughs> you know, like all those things, right? Or maybe you are really in a season where you were like in the middle and you're like, man, God, like I have been here. I have sold. I have, I have given, I have cheered others on. I have done, I have prophesied. I have prayed. I have waited and I'm just still waiting and I'm still waiting. And John, John, mm, this is, this is, this is weighing on me now, you know? Like if you've ever felt like that, I want to remind you, God can meet you exactly where you are, exactly with what you're going through. I want to remind you, sweetie, that none of this caught God off guard. None of this caught him by surprise. Nothing, nothing that you are thinking, feeling, doing made him look down upon you and say, oh, Man, Madeline, you surprised me with how you just did that. Like, no, he he knows. He is the author of our life. He knows the numbers of hair on our head. He knit us together in our mother's womb. Come on. Like, he knows. He knows it all, right? So, as I was preparing for this, there was something that I was thinking about. And I wasn't going to share it, but I'm going to share it because I'm just feeling it to share. As I was thinking about this, when I was saying um, just now... um man, the promise, man, God, you promised, you said, and now it's weighing on me. I, when I was getting ready to prepare for you guys to, on what I was going to speak on. And it's so funny because literally our pastor yesterday in church talked about this. And if my notes would get it together, give me one second, y'all. Um, let's go. Okay, um, Sarah in the Bible, right? Um, it talks about 
the promise and if you know anything about Sarah you will know that she did some things that wasn't right she told her husband to do one thing that was not right was not pleasing to God you know and this is paraphrasing this is Maddie version um did some things that was not right not pleasing to God and still yet and still God blessed her and yet and still she said no we have to do it this way right and and I want to read to you what I have and says, and when the promise is kept, Sarah overcame by joy still implies her doubt had been reasonable. So when I read that, I was like, okay, so, you know, God knows that like sometimes when we doubt like it could be like for a good thing like you could have been in this season of waiting or you could be in a point right now like I said that you everything is great but then you're just afraid that it could go wrong because it has gone wrong in the past you know but when I read that I was like still implies her doubt had been reasonable so if you have doubt don't don't, I don't want you to say for one second, oh, I've doubted God. Now he's not going to complete the promise. Oh, I have cursed God and my surroundings. Now it's, you know, it's not going to happen. I truly feel in my heart that God forgives us and that God knows like, um, exactly, exactly where we are and he can meet us exactly where we are. And I don't think that, um, God is like human man to get offended when we say, man, like I can't God this is enough <laughs> like you know take them away you know I just I just I, I I think that God has so much more grace for us than we have grace for ourselves right and that he is so much more understanding than we have understanding for ourselves and he is not like man you know he is not like us he is not like me he is not like you and you know for me I am such a perfectionist I am so critical of myself you know because I want things to be structured and perfect and planned out and if I say Monday it's Monday if I say Tuesday it's Tuesday like I like to keep order and I think God talks about order a lot in in the Bible you know um but I think that he is just um so patient with us when we're not patient with ourselves so careful with how to give us the blessing because we may not be careful we may be we may think we're careful for it we may think we're ready for it we may think that we you know got it under control and so on and so forth but God is so gentle on how he orchestrates our lives that um I think he's just so gracious with everything, you know? So let me finish reading this little excerpt that I have, this little thing that I have for you. And that's from Genesis 21, verse 6 or 7. And it says, um, no, wait, hold on. Genesis 23. And it says, it was a sign of Abraham's faith that God's promise of the land would also be kept. So no matter what you've doubted, said, felt. Um, I believe that God is a promise keeper and that God will fulfill the promises over your life. So when you are saying in this moment, God, can you just, you know, help me with these children? God, can you give me a mental break? God, can you just let, just put peace in my heart? You know, just all these things that we ask God for on the daily, whether it be little or big, I don't think anything is too big for God. We put God in a box. Um, as I was reading also, 
again preparing for you guys i uh, he took me back to Hebrews 11, and if you listen to last week's podcast, which if you haven't, go ahead and do that, but it's uh, the title was Girl, Where Is Your Faith? And he took me back to Hebrews 11, and on the top of it, it says faith in action, right? Faith in action. And if you go, and I'm not going to read all of that to you, but go ahead. If you have some time, go read faith, uh, Hebrews 11, and everything that I read it says by faith so on and so did this by faith so on and so believed by faith even though they did not see the promise come to pass you know because you know this that and third (laughs) by faith by faith I just kept seeing that word by faith living by faith right so I was just blown away because God cares for us, right? God cares for us. So um, that was a little bit of a side note that I had for you guys that I just wanted to share because it was just so heavy. And I, like I said, I didn't want to share that because that's not what I have in my notes. So yeah, but um, today I wanted to share with you James 1 verse 2 through 4. And it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete. Hear that. Be mature and complete. So he wants you to be mature, confident in yourself and complete. A whole person. You are a whole person in him, through him, right? Not lacking anything. And then I scrolled down a little bit and I want to share one more with you. And it says, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. So under trial, because having stood the test, right? That person will receive, not might, not possibly, not if they run through the hula hoop three times, but will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who who love him. So again, when you are saying, God, meet me here. God, I am doubting. God, I'm confused. God, I feel like this is not going to take off. God, I feel like, man, like this is, this is too much. And maybe you have been a person that said, God, you are a liar. You are a liar. Like, I want to pause you right there. And I want you to repent because God is not a liar, you know, but go ahead and repent. But also understand that God doesn't go on your timetable. Let me remind you, God does not go on your timetable. God doesn't take orders from you. God will never take orders from us. He hears our prayers. He hears our petitions. He knows what we're doing here on this earth, right? He knows where we've been through, where we're walking, the choices we're making, the choices we're not making, things that we should be doing, but we're not doing the time we're wasting when we could be on um, listening to a sermon or in his word or just praising him, you know, God knows it all. And we cannot say, God, give me the promise, right? But I don't want to go through any of that. No, 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 no. I don't, yo no estoy para eso, mi amor, no. No, yo no, I don't, I don't like getting into the mud. I don't, I don't do that. Like, we can't, we can't tell God that. Are you serious? Like, we cannot tell God that. You know, 
as I'm talking to you guys, I'm thinking about the tattoo that I have on my foot and it is the lotus flower. And if you know anything about flowers, I know very little, I, I, like very little about flowers, but um, when I want to know something, I do my research, right? So before getting this tattoo, I really wanted to get something super meaningful because I wanted something, all my tattoos that I do have, Yes, I have tattoos. The tattoos that I do have, um, they all mean something to me and they all have something very important to me and a time and a season where I've, I, I get a t I've gotten a tattoo because of the season I've been in or overcoming or getting out of, right? So the lotus flower, if you know anything about the lotus flower, the lotus flower is one of the most beautiful flowers there is and it is the flower that is literally in the mud literally around nastiness dirt uh wetness ugliness right literally around all these things that you would think like how can this beautiful flower be in the middle of all this mud in the middle of all this nastiness, in the middle of all this chaos, in the middle of all this hurt, in the middle of all the trials, right? How can this flower be so beautiful, blossom so beautifully, right? And still shine the way that it shines in the middle. It doesn't make sense, right? We can't comprehend it, right? And when I got that tattoo, I literally was overcoming and getting out of that relationship with um, Aiden's dad and I literally felt the chains falling off of me and I felt free and I was walking in this freedom that was so unexplainable. When I tell you, you just if you've been in a relationship where there was trauma, if you've been in a relationship where there was uh, abuse, whether it was emotional, physical abuse, if you've been in that type of relationship type of, of, of environment, let me tell you, it is not easy. So when I got out, I wanted to get the first thing and I took my little sister with me um, to go get this tattoo. And I literally sat in this chair and the, I'll never forget the tattoo artist was like, oh my goodness, you are not even, mind you, that was like the first major tattoo that I got. Um, he was like, I've never seen anybody just stand still so still like no emotion no nothing and I just I didn't have any emotion or any feeling or any pain there was like nothing there was no fear there was nothing because the freedom I felt from leaving the relationship and just sitting in the chair and just sitting there like and he was just like man I have seen grown men crying I've seen and mine he was and mind you, my tattoo has color. So he was like, I've seen grown men crying. I've seen people saying they need to stop or they don't want to finish it. But literally, you have not like, this is crazy. He was like, this is crazy. I've never seen, he's like, I've never seen anything like this. And I'm, I'm telling you all this and I'm sharing all this with you because I want you to think about you yourself as this lotus flower, as this beautiful flower that God is protecting that God is watching over and no matter what you're facing no matter what is surrounding you no matter what is coming your way no matter the mud like little mud that is around you then the mess that the, the moments that you say hey what in the world that I put myself in in que lío 
me metí, en qué lío me metí. Trust me when I say this, that there's a God in heaven, your father in heaven, who literally put you on this earth for purpose, right? And when you are saying, God, meet me here, trust me when I tell you, he will. It may not be, says the way that you think. It may not be the way that you want it to be, but trust me, he will provide. It may not be a way that you can just say, this is what it is, and yo voy a hacer esto, and maybe I'll pay this one, or maybe I'll do this, or maybe I'll scheme here. No, it is the way that God wants it to be, and you have to be okay with saying, all right, God, I may be in this mud, but I'm not of the mud, right? I am a beautiful flower. I must stand tall. And I'm going to blossom no matter who's talking about me, no matter who's saying what about me, no matter who doesn't likely, no, no matter who stops being my friend. Because, sis, let me tell you, in this walk that you are walking with God, in this journey that you are walking with God, many people will fall. You know why? Because not everyone can go into the next season of your life. So when people start falling off, when the shedding of, 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 the old wineskins comes off, right? When the shedding of old friends comes off, when the shedding of old attitudes come off, when the shedding of old beliefs comes off, when the shedding and he starts removing, right? Old people, you got to be okay with that. You got to be like, you know what? It's God's will. It's God's way. And I'm okay with whatever happens. I don't, I don't care. Let me tell you, I learned at work, especially like I had to Isolate myself is the best word. I had to isolate myself. You know why? Because they didn't think I was serious about this God walk. You know what they would tell me at work? Oh, you you only you're only like that. You're only a Christian girl on social media. And I took so much offense because they weren't mocking me. They were mocking the God inside of me. And I'm like, how dare you? mock my walk how dare you say anything like that like I haven't been sleeping around I haven't gone partying and drinking and getting drunk I'm not perfect you know but one one of those things one of those big hurdles I haven't I haven't done that I have been more poised more self-controlled more all these things like the Maddie who was is not is no longer is you know what I'm saying so how dare you mock God how dare you mock the work that he's doing in me instead of rooting your 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 um rooting against instead of rooting for me you're rooting against me you're praying for my downfall right and i'm praying for your come up we aren't the same so you know what i can no longer sit and entertain and break bread with people whether it be family co-workers friends whoever Because I'm telling you, the people that God places in your life who truly are meant to be in your life, you will know. 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 I'm telling you, you will know. You will not question it. You will know. You will know. God will let you know. The Holy Spirit will talk to you. The Holy Spirit, when you get into that intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, you will know. You know what he's saying. You will know when he's being silent. You know when he's telling you, de la boca. <laughs> Be quiet. You know, don't speak, don't move, don't do. Um, how many of you are in the season of waiting? 
or maybe you are in this wilderness or even the promise that God gave you and you're like, man, God, what is this? I cannot do this. I can't. I can't. And you're saying sometimes, man, God, I didn't think that this was going to be like that. I didn't think this was going to be like this. How many of you, maybe you're a recently single mom, or maybe you're recently married, or maybe you're recently divorced, whatever your recently is, right? Before you made that decision, right? Like for me, be, becoming a mom, I, I, if it was up to me, if it was up to me, I would literally like have like 10 more kids. I love children. I love being pregnant. I love families. I grew up in a big family. I just, you know, so being where I'm at as a single mom was a hard reality check, right? But um, let's take it back 10 years ago when Aiden, or 11, right? When I was pregnant with Aiden. Um, if I would have seen that my life would have been like this and the trials would have been many and that Aiden's dad would not be in the picture and all these things, do you think for one second I would have gotten pregnant and said, okay, let's be together? Absolutely not, right? So if I would have seen that it was going to be like that, would I have done it? No. But sometimes we have to go through these trials, go through these things to grow from it, to mature from it, to stop the old ways, to stop the old things, right? To be careful on who we love, right? To guard our hearts. When the first um, uh, person comes to tell you, oh, baby, you're so beautiful. Like, no, <laughs> it's not going to cut it for me. Like, telling me that I'm beautiful thinks I know that God tells me so. The Bible tells me so. Tell me something else. Tell me something else, you know? Like, Maddie, 11, 12 years ago, when somebody would tell her she's be oh, all giggles and joy and laughter and maybe it's the a little bit of the tough love that's had to happen you know and the things that have had to happen but man the growth that happens in these trials the growth that happens when I have said God can you meet me here the growth has that has happened had I not walked through what I've been through I could not be on this podcast telling you that it's going to be okay. Telling you that it's going to work out. Telling you, yes, it's going to be hard. But girl, you are stronger than what you think. Girl, there is a God that is more powerful, uh, more caring, more gracious than any man on this earth. Okay? How many of you feel like it is over and you're over here saying, Maddie, no, I I can't. I have four kids, four different men, five kids, five different men, two kids. And, you know, or I only have one kid and this man is driving me crazy. Or Maddie, I'm married and this man is driving me crazy. He he don't do nothing, girl. He don't do nothing. <laughs> you know, like or maybe you're recent divorce and you're like, man, este hombre, this man is making my life impossible. I just want to remind you that God is the God of miracles and he can meet you. Sometimes when the people around us are acting crazy or acting out of character, we have to remember that it is not them sometimes. It is um, the spirits, right? We know this. So sometimes we have to remain being quiet, remain being humble, remain in silence not because we're being petty betty and want to give people the silent treatment because sometimes in our silence is where God will meet us because we've been doing 
too much talking. Sometimes in our silence is where we can hear what God is saying and not asking, hey, can you do this? I need this bill paid. Hey, can you meet me here? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you, you know what I'm saying? Hey, my kids, hey, this, hey, that, hey, God, you know, like all these things. And, and sometimes the silence and your, and, and your moments of, of these weaknesses is where God will truly come and wrap you in his arms and wrap you in his love and just send the right people, send the right things to move, send the, send a weapon that, the, the, the weapon that was formed to, to, to go against you will not prosper, right? So he will put the hedge of protection over you. He cares about you so much that he says that you are beautiful and you are precious. As I want to wrap this up, but as I was preparing for this, um, he took me into John 11, uh, verses 38 through 44. And then it says um, on top, it says, Jesus raises up Lazarus from the dead. And it says, Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take, a, take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha. Okay, I want to pause right here. Martha was already doubting Jesus. Martha doubted Jesus. When Jesus spoke, she doubted. Right? So I just want to, I just want to add that. It says, but Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man. By this time, there is a bad odor. She, she goes like, yo, God, listen. I mean, Jesus, listen. Esto, esto tiene <laughs> This smell is bad. This is bad. This is not good. Like, my brother is gone. Like, my, my brother is gone. He's gone. He's, there's no life. He's been in there for how, how many days now? He's been in there. There's, there's just, no, I just can't. So she doubted. Jesus, she said it stunk up in there, right? So let's continue reading. He says, for he has been there four days. She said, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, hear this. And I underline this for y'all. Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? He's like, Martha, did I not tell you? Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. This is before he ever went into, you know, where Lazarus was. This is standing, literally standing outside of the stone, right? Standing outside of, of the cave, I should say. And he's saying, move away the stone. Move out of my way. I'm going in there, right? And Martha's like, no, 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 don't. It stinks. He's gone. It's, it's been days now. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, so he looked up to God, right? Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here. So he's saying, I know y'all doubters are up around me. I know you doubters are surrounding me. I know you doubters are, are criticizing me, talking about me, judging me, saying that I'm crazy, but I know 
who my, my eyes are locked upon. I know who I stand in faith with. I know who I believe. So move out of my way. Right? Then it says that they may believe that you sent me. Show them. Like, show it. Show your name, God. Show it. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with stripes of linen and clothed around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. And that was John eleven thirty eight through 44. So again, it says, feet wrapped with stripes of, of linen and clothed around his face. Jesus said to, to them, Take off the grave clothes and let him go. Take off the grave clothes and let him go. Satan, release your daughters in the name of Jesus and let them go. Release the blessings that are intended for them that you are wrapping up because you want to keep them in bondage and let them go. Take off the grave clothes. Take off, sis, take off those words that they said to you. Take off the rejection. Take off the doubt. Take off the anger. Take off. Take it off and let it go. Let him go. Go in peace, sis. Take off the doubt. You are not what your parents said you were when they talked down to you as a child. You are not what your ex said. Oh, you will never find a better person than me. You will never this. You will never. That. Yeah, you're right. You will never. I will never see you again. Bye. Let him go, sis. <laughs> Let him go. That Jesus literally raised him up from the dead. So I'm telling you all this to believe in the miracle that was, was once dormant. When you're sitting here and you're like, man, it is two weeks before Christmas and I have zero money. I am not going to be able to buy my kids anything for Christmas. Understand that anything is possible. God is the God of miracles and he can meet you. God is the God of miracles. He is the same as yesterday, today, tomorrow. He is already where you are going. He is with you right now. He was with you when you weren't believing in him. When you were doubting him, he is with you. He has been with you and he is not letting go of you. He will not rebuke you. He will not forsake you. He will hold you. He will hold you. If you literally ask him, God, can you just wrap me in your love? God, wrap me in your arms. I just want to feel your warmth. Trust me, it can happen because it has happened for me. That's why I don't crave attention from people. I don't crave hugs from people. I don't crave those things because God literally fills me up when I tell him and I ask him. And I tell him, tell him is not a good word. But when I ask him, God, fill me up right now. Fill me up. Fill me up. Fill me up, Lord. I can't do this. Fill me up. Trust me when I tell you God is a God of miracles. And he can and he will meet you. And his word, right, does not return void. So when people are doubting, oh, where's your God at? He said he would. Just look up, look up at him and keep your eyes on him. Keep your eyes focused on God. Keep your eyes focused on what he's saying. God is not a man to lie. Keep your eyes focused. God is the God of miracles and he can meet you. 
All right, beautiful. I am going to wrap this up and I want to thank you for listening and tuning in. I appreciate all of you and I hope you all have a blessed week. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and send this to anyone who may need to hear this for more of the daily dose of my life and also see my two beautiful little boys. Follow me on Instagram and see the face behind the voice. Go ahead and follow me on IG life underscore with underscore Maddie underscore. Thank you guys and stay blessed. Thank you.